ravage love. There's some ho-ho-hos in this house. Naughty Noel number one. Hi, Julie. Joyeux Noel. How are you? Joyeux. I'm good. I'm good. I'm so excited for Christmas. We earned this. We did. And if there is anyone listening to this who is being shamed for their enthusiasm for the holiday season this year, kick those friends out of your life. Because this year, we all have the right to go hard on the paint for the entire month of December. We do. I'm watching every single Hallmark Christmas movie. I've never watched one. I'm, yeah, I usually don't start watching Christmas movies till like maybe a week or two before Christmas. And I've definitely already started. I'm just like, nope, give me, give me the illusion of normalcy. Give it to me. Yeah. Um, My kids have listened to that Sia Christmas album like 40 times already, which I could, I could take or leave at this point. Um, What's your favorite Christmas song, Julie? Oh, it would definitely be anything from the Boney M Christmas album. Nice. I mean, it's perfection. It's disco at its finest. I have it on cassette, CD, and on vinyl. (laughs) 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 How about you? What's your favorite Christmas jam? Um, My favorite song is probably Spaceman Came Traveling from Krista Berg, which is... You know, it's pretty sacrilegious, but the Twisted Sister Christmas album is my favorite Christmas album. It's so good. In my family, it's not Christmas until we hear Barbara Streisand's version of Jingle Bells. Um, Because in my family, it's not Christmas until a wonderful Jewess sings us a Christmas (laughs) song. I also have that on CD, cassette, and vinyl. Um, What's the thing? You were telling me about this when you came to visit. What's the thing that she says? (laughs) So... What's great, I mean, she does it in a very campy way. So if you're thinking like a traditional Christmas song, she does it super, super campy, like funny girl (laughs) style. And so it's like really sped up. So it goes like jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells, and really fast. And then there's a part where they go like, and then we got upset, upset. She like says it in like this very like super New York Jewish way. Uh, If you do not know this song, jingle bells. Barbara says I know you're like the fuck I'm telling you it will change <laughs> your life every year Christmas Eve I decorate the tree I put that song on then I'm like it's Christmas bitches I'm like ready uh that's my speed sometimes I, I like it. a little like traditional like a I have a really good like Louis Armstrong Christmas album and like um you know Rosemary Clooney and like some of those but it's really to me it's all about <laughs> Boney and Barbara Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Keeping it classy. Um, speaking of holiday fun though, we're not just going to bring you an episode this week, friends. We have an activity that we want you to join in on and an event that's coming up. That's right. Tell, that's right. What? tell the children, Renee. So we're doing bingo again, Julie. Yes. Same prizes as last time. First three people to send me your bingo cards. You're going to get a $5 gift card to either Indigo, Amazon, Kindle, uh, Kobo. Doesn't matter. I will send you what you want. Um, It might be late because I'm a busy woman, um, as the other (laughs) winners will let you know. But it will come. You will get it. Here are our bingo words for the month. Um, We'll remind you every episode, but I will put these cards up on our Instagram page. Mm -hmm. Um, Please only submit one card, but you can play on multiple cards. I don't care. Here's the words. Santa, Elf or Elves, Krampus, Candy Cane, Snowman, Blizzard, 
toys, Christmas tree, dreidel, menorah, reindeer, silent night, north quote pole, murder, carols, presents, yule log, twinkle, baby it's cold outside, icicle, scrooge, ghost, gingerbread, and sleigh. So if you hear any of those words, mark them on your bingo card. And I promise you a lot of these are in today's episode. Ayo. So we're getting, we're starting strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Then mark your calendars, friends, the evening of Friday, December 18th. It'll be 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to do a live episode on Instagram live. That's right. We're not doing a reading like we did last time in October. Um, We're just going to actually bring you a live episode. So we're each going to read two stories. The theme is definitely Christmas, but (laughs) real niche. We're going real niche holidays, (laughs) Friday, December 18th, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're going to want to join us. It's going to be a da light and especially if you're like isolated over the holidays or you you know you don't live with a lot of people you're not you know not necessarily yeah just feeling real stuck by yourself join us we'll have a big old party together on the old instagram live we're gonna have the best time and it's gonna be so nice to see your beautiful face again Julie. Oh, likewise renee i'm very excited i still haven't picked out an outfit but you know i'll get there i know you will and i know you'll bring the heat oh love to <laughs> love a little fashion moment especially in a pandemic so <laughs> i am so excited to start our naughty noel episode because we're starting strong my book was so delightfully bananas and extremely on theme i just want to get right into it are you ready <laughs> i am strapped in <laughs> so i want to start by saying i started reading another book a book that i bought months ago called a vampire for christmas (laughs) (laughs) and i couldn't get through it because it was so because the whole premise of it was that he was stalking this hot man and then like eventually they end up together and i don't do stalking stuff because i had a stalker and it's not fun yeah so then i was like oh man i need something light so then i went hard in the other direction and i have no regrets um so i read Jack Frosted! Exclamation mark. (laughs) (laughs) By Cindy Light. So, Cindy Light, not a lot of information on her, but what there is, I love. So, she used to be a party promoter at inner inner city clubs. So, she started out of college. She was a party promoter, a party organizer. Love it. Uh, She was quoted as saying, basically in terms of genres, Quote, whatever strikes me as hot. I love it. I love a woman who just writes what she wants. Um, so this was very short. It was 32 pages. Uh, it was four bucks on Kobo. So I was like, okay. all right, four bucks, but <laughs> worth it. So um, our protagonist is an unnamed California beach babe who just like loves to be tanned and on the beach and like getting high and having sex with hot dumb surfers that's like her whole vibe but then realizes like you know what i should probably get grow up and get a real job so she climbs up the corporate ladder um really quite quickly doesn't say what corporation but one of her friends makes some sassy like very sex in the city type comment about like you only climbed quickly up the ladder because they wanted to look up your skirt (laughs) um 
And apparently she did climb up that ladder quite well. However, she made it there because she ends up getting... (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know why we're laughing, but I love it. She gets a promotion. And the promotion is six months in the Great White North. And for then you find out that it's Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a promotion. <laughs> Nor is it really the Great White North. Like when she said that, I was like, oh, okay, we go. Especially because it's a Christmas themed story. I'm like, she's obviously going to the Arctic. Like, that's the whole vibe, is I'm like, oh, she's gonna go, like, fuck Santa or something. No, nope, <laughs> she's going to Saskatchewan. Where, when she's talking to her friend, <laughs> she explains, like, oh, I'm, like, I'm really excited about the promotion, but, like, ugh, I'm not excited about how cold it is. And she's like, oh, what's the weather there right now? And she's like, it's freezing. It's minus 13 Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, baby. <laughs> So, this woman whose whole vibe is just, like, loves to party, loves to have a good time. And also an important detail is that she loves to fuck dudes that are young. Legal, but young because she doesn't want to get attached. She just likes to, like, fuck and get out and doesn't want feelings involved. So, her friend's like, I don't know how you're going to do in the Great White North, but good luck to you. So, (laughs) she arrives fully dressed for the winter and then shows up and there's actually like a heat wave happening in Saskatchewan right now. So I'm like, is it a Chinook? Um, No (laughs) mention of Chinook. And I'll explain why, but she's on the plane overdressed and is like, Oh my God, I'm so warm. And then she sees the pilot leaving and she's like, Oh, he's cute. And he makes a comment to her about like, Oh, someone didn't look at the weather. Like you're super overdressed. And then she's like, he's really old for my liking. He's like 35. Um, which like as a 35 year old, I'm like, choose your words, bitch. Choose your words. Um, she's like, but he's just so hot. I can't resist him. So then she goes back. She basically fucks the pilot at his apartment. And she's like, you know, for an older guy, like I was still into it and he was really hot and whatever. So you're like, Hey, this woman really does just love to like get down, which no judgment. Um, but she hasn't even checked into her apartment yet. So she checks into her apartment and she's like dragging her bags and she's like warm because she overdressed. And she sees this scrawny, like, 19-year-old looking neighbor kind of standing outside her apartment. And then he, like, goes out of his way to introduce himself. And he says his name is Jay. Jay Frost. (laughs) 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 And he's, like, really, like, in her face. And she's like, you're young. And, I like, you seem annoying. So, like, nice to meet you. Goes back to her. The next day, she starts her new job where she meets her only co-worker, his name is John P. Oldman Winter. <laughs> so she sees, and the only people she ever sees in this town is her scrawny 19-year-old neighbor who's just really keen to get to know her. And then this go- this older guy at work that's not unattractive, but to her, he's like a thousand years old because she's super judgy. So she's just like, it's kind of weird how the neighbor always really wants to talk to me. And then this old man in my office, like, keeps bumping into me, keeps, like, dropping things, keeps, like, accidentally touching me. And it's like, you know, I feel claustrophobic, even though I only ever see two different people. Now it's December 23rd. The office is closed. She goes home, 
gets cute and realizes, you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna get cute, take a shower, get cute, and just invite the neighbor over and just bang it out. Like, I'm just too horny. I'm just like a slut in a small town. I'm just gonna bang it out. And like, he's kind of scrawny, but whatever. I'll do, I'll take what I can get. She hears a ring at the doorbell. It's like, oh, perfect. It's the nosy neighbor. Turns out it's Ullman Winter. <laughs> and he says, you keep bumping into me at the office. I know you want to fuck. And she's like, what? You were bumping into me. And he's like, well, you didn't stop me. And she's like, okay. Then all of a sudden the neighbor rolls in and she's like, uh, what the fuck's going on here? And then she realizes the old man and the young guy look very similar, just way different ages. And then she realizes they must be related. Like it must be like a grandfather, or grandson, father, son situation. But instead she prop they proposition her and she's like, uh, I don't really want to have a threesome with these two dudes, but also I don't not want to have a threesome. So instead to sort of like force her to make up her mind, she's like, well, if you could promise me a white Christmas, then I can. And they both kind of laugh. And she's like, you know, I came all the way to the great white North and it's <laughs> December 23rd and I don't see any snow. And they're like, we can give you a white Christmas. And she's like, okay. And then they're like, turn the TV on, turn the TV on. And they do. And it's the weather channel. And they're like, oh, it's still uh, unseasonably warm here in Saskatchewan. And then the meteorologist is like, oh, sorry, breaking news. It looks like there's going to be a snowstorm tonight. <laughs> and then she turns to them and they're like, yeah, we did that. And she's like, what? Well, it's because it turns out that they are actually one person and they are Jack, <gasps> Jack Frost and Krampus. <laughs> uh, what? Krampus turned Jack Frost into two different people as a prank. And as a result, that's why there hasn't been any snow because Jack Frost couldn't bring the snow because they are stuck being two human men until they can break the spell. So How do they break the spell, Julie? Well, they think that breaking the spell involves having the two of them fucking a hot woman before Christmas. And if they fuck Classic. This, if they fuck I mean, <laughs> you read about it in all the medical journals. It's a real phenomenon. Um, if we fuck this woman before Christmas, we'll be able to resume being one person and we will get snow. So she's kind of creeped out about fucking an old man, but he's a beast in the sack. And when she starts fucking them, she opens up her eyes and realizes they both transform into this super hot dude. So they fuck. Renee, they fuck. There's threesome. There's anal. There's 69ing. There's DP in the butt. There's DP in the pussy. There is everything that you can imagine. But nothing works. They don't merge into one person. So they're <gasps> like, fuck, how are we going to break this spell? So she's like, is Krampus a bit of a prankster? And they're like, no, not usually, but he does love a good pun. And she's like, I no. got it. I got to get Jack frosted. So she just bukkakes these dudes. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no. Literally just bukkakes these two dudes until she's <laughs> drowning in cum. And then she's like, I was Jack frosted. And when she says it, they turn blue, a light shines, and all of a sudden they morph into one man. <laughs> what? And then she looks outside, and it's snowing. 
exclamation mark. Uh, now you know why that exclamation mark is in there. Oh, buddy. <laughs> it was amazing. It was a real <laughs> journey. Now, I will also say the most genital descriptions I have ever read in any book we've ever read. And they fucking ran the gamut from like the usual like pussy, ass, dick, cock. Like, I don't think she used the same one twice, to be honest. But then she took some real creative liberties. So there was <laughs> fuck sticks, which is what dicks. Then there was a fuck staff. Oh. Uh, a lot of reference to jism. <laughs> okay. Not jizz. Jism. Jism, yeah. Uh, then cunny. And then my personal favorite, by that I mean barf emoji, was when they were just absolutely coming all over her face uh she referred to it as baby gravy no <laughs> ew, ew. <laughs> ew david no ew, ew ew cindy yeah cindy light don't know who the fuck made you write that i don't know if you wrote that on a dare i don't know if that's a thing you actually say but baby gravy is the grossest Ugh. thing i've ever heard so in terms of spice factor I'm only going to give it four out of five because the baby gravy just turned me right off. And the yeah. like extreme, like literally she wouldn't use the same word twice, but sometimes it's like, you could just say like cock three times in a row. It doesn't have to, you don't have to switch it up. Um, but still, still hot, still hot, still consensual. Um, could do without 69ing as we've discussed, could do without the bukkake. So I'm giving it four out of five ginger snaps. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And that was Jack Frosted exclamation mark by <laughs> Sydney Light. Renee? Loved it. Oh my gosh, I loved every second of that. Right? I mean, it was absolutely a 32-page roller coaster of a journey, I'll tell you that right quick. It now, sounds like it. Um, please grace us <laughs> with what you read this week. So I'm gonna start out by saying I read this book twice in a row. Um, and here's the reason is that once I finished reading it the first time, I was like, oh my God. And I realized I didn't write down any of the like dozens of genital description puns that were in this. So I had to read it a second time to get them all. And I did that for the show. I, I read it twice, but mine was called Slammed by Santa by who else? <laughs> but Bitch Williams, who as you'll recall, Big fan. did our Savage by Slenderman book, which I hated. Um, and I was really worried about reading this. So I read a whole different book before I read this, but I gave it a chance. And I'm so glad that I did. Yay! So, it was great. So my book opens um, in the 1960s, Santa Claus, who is 847 years young, um, has kind of landed his sleigh and is, is just itching for some pussy. And he comes across Monica Moaningcroft and... Um, he explains to her that, you know, she he's a nature spirit um, and he just needs someone on his dick. Um, and she's like, but what about Mrs. Claus? And he says that she's a frigid old bitch who doesn't give a shit about his dick. So it's fine. So he gets a blowjob. He explains to her um, that his name isn't actually Santa Claus, nor is it Kris Kringle. <laughs> Santa Claus's real name is Cruiser Can't Get Enough. <laughs> Yeah. No. That's Santa Claus's real name. Whew. Cruiser with a K and can't get enough with a K. Oh, so like like the Kardashians? Name. Just nothing but yes, K's? <laughs> exactly. 
So he hooks up with this girl and she's like, am I going to see you again? He's like, not likely. Bye. Um, (laughs) So fast forward to 2013. 2013 has brought some innovation to Santa Claus's practice. He runs this big toy um, company and he is able to deliver his toys in the same old way with, you know, like his sleigh and his reindeer. But he uses Wi-Fi to kind of like send the toys to people's houses. (laughs) But he has decided that this year, you know, he wants a woman on every continent. He calls it an international sampling of Christmas poontang. And so he is on a quest, not only to deliver toys to the good little boys and girls of the world, but also to get his dick wet. So he starts in Canada. And in Canada, he picks up a bimbo, as as he describes it, no name. And he gets his dick sucked, and then they bone, and it was great. And then he kicks her off the sleigh, and she says, well, I see you again. And he's like, no, bye. Then he's he's flying around for a bit. He uh, the book's a little racist. I'm not gonna lie. It did say you know there's no slutty women in Canada, but there's definitely slutty women in Mexico. No. And I was oh. like, Ugh. so he ends up in Brazil, and the women in Brazil are hot, hot, hot like firemen. So he finds this beautiful honey of a woman named Giselle, and um, she likes to be humiliated, which he learns. So he's just like. I'm here for it. And um, just makes her like stick her finger in her butthole and they pound it out and she loves it. Um, And he gets a blowjob. He gets anal. Good to go. He kicks her off the sleigh and, you know, he's just like, not going to see you again. Bye. And flies (laughs) off. He during their encounter, he calls his dick his North Pole. Uh, which is important to our bingo. And he also dick slaps her, which was the first time I read dick slapping in (laughs) a book. So off he goes. He heads over to Asia and he lands in Kyoto, Japan. Now, in Kyoto, Japan, we learn that Santa has this piece of technology called a Santa scope. And his Santa scope is to help him, quote, troll for ass at 30,000 feet. It has a built-in booty detector and a sluttiness sensor. Um, which is how he's able to find these women, pull up next to them in his sleigh and be like, hop on board, cutie. So <clears throat> he, um, the sensor's going off. He pulls down to a roof and he meets somebody called Nasake Nishimura. And Nasake is, you know, not what he was expecting in Japan. He was expecting, you know, a, the stereotype of a J- Japanese woman who kind of covers her mouth and giggles. Not Nasake. Nasake is a dom. And Nasake basically rips him out of his sleigh and is like, you're going to call me sir. She beats the shit out of him, which he loves. And she like spits on him and she slaps him with a leather crop. And then she basically makes him eat her out and then um, leaves him. And he's like, oh my God, will I ever see you again? (laughs) And then she says, quote, Nobody's that lucky, especially not a fat Gandalf looking guy who dresses like a magic marker and smells like reindeer shit. Good day. (laughs) And I was like, good for you. Good for you. And that's where the story turned around for me because I'm like, yeah, he's a pig, but um, he's open. He's open to pleasuring women and the whole experience of it. So he's decided he's going to not necessarily go to Australia for his next booty call, but decides to go to Auckland, New Zealand, which he calls Fuckland, New Zealand. 
Um, but because he's behind schedule at this point, he has to get over to Australia. He decides to also stop in Nambia, Africa. <clears throat> and he picks up Nancy in New Zealand and Nayeli in Nambia. And they have a three-way. And it's amazing. He loves every second of it. They really just, you know, just go to town. They just go to town um, and they enjoy it. So then he's off to the sexiest continent. You guessed it. Europe. He's off to Europe. He is um, a big fan of Eastern European countries, and he decides to stop in Holland, which he calls Holand. Um, best land in the, quote, nether regions. Oh. You get it? Um, but in Holland, he his uh, Santa scope goes off, and he sees a tall, thick-legged, red-haired goddess with the face of an angel. And I'm going to read that scene to you. So I am reading a sex scene today because there's nothing but sex scenes in this story. <laughs> um, and he meets Linny Antwippen. Linny Antwippen. Um, but Linny knows a lot about Santa. Like she even knows his real name. And he's like, I don't I don't know how you know this, but we never find out. Um, and she real she says, you know, I understand, you know, that all of, you know, it, a lot of this is difficult for you and you know you don't really like milk and cookies as much as kids think you do and i feel like you deserve to feel like a king and i'm gonna make you feel like a king and her lips taste like candy canes and she smells like gingerbread um and they bang and he says quote that's when at the north pole they say my fat santa crock grew three sizes that day um that was really beautiful and so at the end of their banging they're both like can i see you again and they're both like yeah so they're in love so santa flies home to the north pole he's exhausted you know as santa would be after you know a long journey and he comes home and he hears neighing coming from his bedroom and he's like oh no and he he kind of knows what he's gonna walk in on uh, he, he's not happy about it but he he knows what he's gonna see and <clears throat> sure enough, he walks into his bedroom. His room is covered in mirrors because he's a pig. And um, there is Mrs. Claus on her hands and knees. Her stomach lit up bright red because she's banging Rudolph. And the nose is not the only thing that glows on his body. Um, so he says to himself, okay, you know what? That's fine. Th that's fine. I'm, I'm over this. And he goes and he calls Linny. And he's like, hey, baby. Um, you know what? Uh a spot for Mrs. Claus just opened up. Come live in the North Pole with me. And that's how the book ends. Um, the last page reads this. I sprang to my sleigh to give, uh, to my team gave a call and away we all flew for a hottie to ball. But I heard my wife exclaim before I got out of Dodge, if only my husband were here, I would make his ass watch. And that is how we end <laughs> slammed by Santa by bitch Williams. Um, I'm going to go through the three pages of genital descriptions that I wrote down because I read the book twice for them. Jesus. Here we go. Honeypot, dick, shaft, rod, jingle balls, enormous tool, ball sack, cock, sweet young ass, Christmas poontang, gobular bosoms, gobular rump, gobular breasts, ass, sweet cakes, lady lips, breasts, snatch, labia folds, clit, fleshy socket, asshole, North Pole, Vagina, dick, tits, boobs, hiney, little reindeer, cheeks, big old bag of D's nuts. <laughs> no, no. Yes, yes. 
Oh, yes. Oh, fuck. Yep. Backside, gargantuan member, magic wand, thick candy cane, shoot, booty, derriere, balls, stout wand, penis, crotch, pussy, dirty Santa tool, Santa schlong, Santa sausage, joystick, woman crevice, claws mountain, woman parts, tang, nether regions, wang, fat, Santa cock, wintry wand, and holly jolly honeypot. And here are the ways they described Santa's jism. Wintry load, hot white winter wonderland of Christmas come, Christmas stuffing, load of holiday cheer, spray of pure merriment, milk and cookies, a load to rival the volume contained in my sack of toys, eloquence from Bitch Williams. Eloquence. I, absolute eloquence. Jesus. Mm-hmm. 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 Delightful. Yeah, she took... Yeah, she just took liberties much like uh, your girl and definitely <clears throat> didn't really use the same word twice, but, you know, use Santa and a thing a lot or bulbous or globulous and a thing a lot. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'm here for it. So my rating for this, it was hot. I'm going to give it uh, five out of five peppermint flavored Terry chocolate oranges because it slapped like you got to do to those <laughs> chocolate oranges. Oh, well done. Yeah, real short. Got it in the Kindle store. Um, as usual, didn't pay for it. <laughs> Kindle Unlimited. Um, and I read it twice. So, you know, it was, it was it You was got okay. your money's worth for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I would read Bitch Williams again. Um, I feel like this made up for the Slender Man book. Yeah. I'm glad that that took a turn for you. Like that she yeah. clearly you just didn't like her one book, not all of her all of her work uh i'm not gonna read a sex scene but it is her leading up to the sex scene so um it's basically after they've propositioned her so jack frosted exclamation mark uh includes (laughs) (laughs) so if you recall she ends up having a threesome with these gentlemen all night long but leading up to it she's like you're young and scrawny so i like that you're young but i don't like your scrawny you're old and gross and i know nothing about that and so she's but she's like but i'm horny as fuck i'm so torn so get ready (laughs) what's going on here i interrupted frustrated we need to fuck you said jay both of us said winter Oh, this is really just too much. What will it take? I was horny as fuck, but looking at these two right now together was sort of killing my buzz. Maybe if the lights are out? You're not really thinking about this, are you? Shut up, brain. I thought real hard about what he said. This was so stupid. I should just walk out or throw them out. It wasn't too late to head into the city. Fuck. I knew that I would think about it, and then suddenly it would be late, and I would be sleepy, and it would be time to go to bed. I thought of the most ridiculous thing I could possibly think of. Well, I said, without a trace of irony, I thought I was finally going to get a genuine white Christmas. Make that happen and you can both have me. That's the only way it'll work anyway, said Jay, nodding. Done, said Winter, dead serious. I snorted. Just like that, huh? I had had enough. I turned to open the door to throw them out. Look for yourself, said Winter. I turned to see what he meant. My TV was on, but no one was even close to it. The remote was on top of it as well. Stunned, I turned to them. How did you do that? They just motioned towards the TV. It was the local news from Saskatchewan. 
<laughs> the weather report, to be exact. The weatherman was yammering on about how hot it was going to be for the foreseeable future. Suddenly, he touched his fingers to his earpiece. Just a moment. This just in? He looked up at the camera incredulously. Folks, we are getting reports that it's going to be snowing here in Saskatchewan. A cold front has materialized out of nowhere. We switch now to our crew out on the streets. The images did indeed show that it was snowing. I turned to the two men. How did you do that? They both gave me the same sour expression. Really? They asked in unison. A smart girl like you hasn't figured it out yet? Their stereophonic answers were really beginning to get to me. There was too much age difference between them to be twins, but there was definitely a family resemblance between the two. Still, Jay Frost and John D. Oldman Winter were completely different names. Frost and Winter? I thought out loud. They both nodded. Jay Frost. Jack Frost! The young one nodded. And another name for John is also Jack. Then it all fell into place. Jack! The old man Winter. And that's just another name for Jack Frost. I knew you would get it, they both said. Eventually. But why are there two of you? Krampus. <laughs> I wasn't overly familiar with the name, but it turns out he was a distant relation. A Christmas demon. He was all about punishment. In the off-season, he and Jack Frost piled around together, hitting the bars and picking up women. He was jealous of Jack's good looks. And my big cock, said Winter. <laughs> I looked at him and he shrugged. What can I say? <laughs> I've got a big cock. Jay nodded. It's true. We both do. Being the same guy, you know. He had somehow split him into two different people, robbing both of most of Jack Frost's powers. We need to both have sex with you at the same time in order to re-emerge and gain our full powers back. Now it was starting to sound like bullshit again. I pointed at the TV. You did that. A parlor trick. It will be over soon, said Jay. The old man nodded. That's about the best we can do. For a long, lasting winter, we need to be at full strength. And you are the only one who can help us. Plus, <laughs> we both know you need to get laid. My mind was a whirl. Jay slipped his arms around me from behind. I could feel his surprisingly hard body pressed against mine. Also, his cack. It did indeed feel big. Wait! I said as he began kissing the nape of my neck, sending chills through me and making my pussy wet. Are you even old enough? They both laughed. <laughs> I'm 1800 years old, kid. I looked at Winter. And I thought you were the old one. He s I said. He fumed. We're the same person, he said. The same fucking age. Some sort of yin and yang bullshit when we split. Frustrated, he stepped up to me. I'll show you, he said. He took my hand and stuffed it down his pants. There was a surprisingly large and hard cock there. Does this feel like the cock of an old man? I shook my head. <laughs> you need to get laid. And then they fuck. Wow. And that is it. That is... Exclamation <laughs> mark by Cindy Light. I loved it. Uh, yeah, and that was, yeah, then it was just page after page after page of, like, just aggressive threesome action in every single, like, spit roast, 69, fucking, like, Lac de Triomphe, <laughs> like, any, all of it was there. <laughs> <laughs> and then the finale. Oh uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Right? Ho, 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 indeed. Now, you're going to read us some filthy filth filth correct i am um and i'm just gonna say right now i don't know what a norwegian accent sounds like so i'm not even gonna go there it's sing-songy like reindeers is what i'm told <laughs> oh look at this hot shot like i don't know that sounds jewish like i don't know it's like 
Yeah, I don't know. All right, I'm not even going to try. Because it's going to end up sounding German. It's going to end up sounding Yiddish. Like, it's too much. Okay, so here we go. I swooped in for the kill, my Santa scope binging and bonging. It had evidently found the fairest of them all. It was game time. I peeped through the lens and gasped at what I saw. A tall, thick-legged, large-breasted, red-haired goddess with a face like an angel and a body like a pinup girl sashayed down the street. Such Hollandic hotness had never before been beheld. <clears throat> her plump, round rump wobbled with every sensuous step she took, her cherubic hair flitting around her perfectly formed face in ways that made my already well-satiated wang hunger for more. I pulled to a screeching stop beside her. The reindeer stamped with the sudden cessation of movement. What's your name, gorgeous? Look at this hot shot, she said in the sexiest accent I have ever heard in my nearly nine centuries of life wanting to know my name. So you're not going to tell me, I asked, pulling a pouty face that made my beard sink low. She hopped in the passenger side of the sleigh, laughing. <clears throat> if you must know, my name is Linny Antwerpen. Antwerpen, that doesn't sound like a Dutch name, I say, eyeing her with... Co- comically heightened suspicion. There's a lot of surprising things about me, Mr. Can't Get Enough. You know my name, I said. My surprise was very real. I know a lot about you. I know you don't really like milk and cookies as much as children think. I know you are sad and don't get as much respect for running your logistics company as you think you deserve. And I know, she said, placing a hand on my thigh, that you are insatiable when it comes to women. I didn't know what to say. The girl seemed to know more about me than I knew about myself. She continued, I just think, she said in her gorgeous accent, that you deserve a break from all that toy shipping stuff, all the worries of your day job. For this one night a year, you deserve to feel like a king. She slipped her left breast out of her top, and I gasped at its beauty. Movie stars had less attractive breasts and got paid millions of dollars for it. She leaned across the sleigh and kissed me on the lips. Her pouty, sumptuous lips tasted like candy canes. Her tongue delicately stroked my own. She smelled like gingerbread cookies. I moaned. She placed a hand on my crotch and squeezed. Again, I let a loose moan. (laughs) With my sudden jolt of action, she leapt onto my lap and, ripping her shirt off, thrust my head into her sweet valley between her breasts. That's when, at the North Pole, they say, my fat Santa cock grew three sizes that day. I reached back, grabbed the tassel on my hat, and rubbed the white fluffy ball across her lips and teased her nipples with it before I pulled my pants off. She spread her silky, milky smooth legs and began to rub her own pussy. The sight sent thrills of expectant electricity up my back. My dick twitched with anticipation. She mounted my body, and I slid my wintry wand into her holly jolly honeypot. She began to jingle my bells while I decked her hole with bones of naughty. I gripped her ass tightly in both hands and pounded myself into her with enough speed and cardiovascular energy to win the Tour de France with no bicycle and no performance enhancing drugs. I let out a guttural scream as she cradled her breasts in both hands and waggled them in my face. She really was the most amazing woman I've ever fucked. I screamed and cried as I felt the pressure building in my balls. It's beginning to look a lot like jizzing, I cried out. Have yourself a giant little cum load, she said, turning around and letting me fuck her from behind. Unless you want it to be jizzmas time on the titties. No, darling Linny, I said, slapping her booty. I think I'm going to go good king jizz on ass with it. (laughs) She moaned, leaning forward and rubbing her clit with furious rhythm as I pulled out and fired my massive load all over her incredible ass and glistening lips. 
At just that moment, she too achieved climax and she squirted a prodigious propulsion of liquid all over my still still firing cock. I jizzed the jizz of 10 Santas plus two. We stood like that for some time, her ass and pussy drizzled with my spent ejaculate and my dick dripping with her squirted juices. Soon we kissed and it came time for me to go. Will I ever see you again? We both asked each other in unison. We both laughed. I think it's safe to say that the answer is yes, I said. I waved as I left. I knew that no matter what happened, I would never forget my Lenny and the precious time we spent together. Yeah. Joyeux Noël! Joyeux Noël! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we're off to a good start when it comes to (laughs) Naughty Noël. I think we are. I think we are. And this was a delight. It bodes well for the rest of the month, especially because what are we doing next week, Renee? Oh my God. We're doing Hanukkah! Hanukkah! So next week's episode... This is just delightful. So our episodes drop on Fridays and all of the major holidays that happen in the month of December all happen to be on a Friday. So we are going to have a Hanukkah episode drop on Hanukkah. It's perfect. It was made to be. be. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, make sure you go ahead to our Instagram and our Twitter to download a bingo card. Because we definitely gave you a whole lot of squares just this week's episode. so We sure did. So you're going to want to get that so you can get a prize. And then make sure to put December 18th, the evening of December 18th, in your calendar for a live episode on Instagram Live. Oh Super God, excited. Was... Yeah, I am too. This was a delight. It really was. Lovely chatting with you. Do you want to sing us out? Sure do. Ravage love. Ravage love. Bye. Bye. Artwork for the podcast was created by Karen McKnight. Special thanks to Press Start to Join for production assistance. For gaming and tech news, search Press Start to Join or on social media at PS, the number two, J Show. Connect with us online at Ravage Love on Instagram and by email at ravagelove.podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.